Chronicles of the Awakened is a story-based podcast and is a work of fiction. It is narrated and created by J.A. Larock. You can find our podcast on Himalaya, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and anywhere where podcasts are found. Previously on Chronicles of the Awakened, after leaving the Reaper, Chase and Vincent enter the live stream. Vincent tells Chase that his goal is to make sure that no one suffers as he did ever again. And Chase agrees, thinking back on the memories of her own pain. As they exit the live stream and enter the campus, they are engaged by Angelica, who is determined to attack them. And now, chapter 32 the campus. Angelica charges and swings her sword wildly towards Chase's neck. Chase leans backwards, easily avoiding the attack. Angelica digs her heel into the ground and thrusts her sword at Chase, who grabs Angelica's wrist and uses her own momentum to throw her to the ground. Vincent watches Angelica jump to her feet in frustration and continue to try and attack Chase. He can feel Chase's life energy is calm and unchanging since they entered the campus. It is clear by the expression on her face, Chase is annoyed with Angelica, but clearly she does not see her as a threat. Pull your sword, Angelica yells. Fight me! I told you before, Chase responds. I don't have time for this. Angelica turns to look at Vincent, whose eyes widen when his meets hers. Angelica smiles and points the palm of her right free hand at Vincent. Well, do you have time for this? Angelica says as she fires a blast of energy from the palm of her hand. The energy blast sails just over Vincent's shoulder, tearing off a small piece of his tattered shirt. Startled, Vincent falls backwards to the ground. Angelica turns and looks at Chase. Chase disappears from sight, instantly reappearing behind Angelica. Chase places her sword right against Angelica's neck and grabs hold of Angelica's sword hand. This isn't a game! Chase yells, squeezing Angelica's hand. Hey, you're hurting me! Angelica cries, releasing the grip on her sword, causing the flow of energy from her body to her sword to cease. Her sword falls to the ground. Its blade shatters into small spears of light that dissipate. Chase pushes Angelica away and approaches Vincent. Are you okay? Chase asks, visually inspecting Vincent. Vincent stands and dusts himself off and then smiles. I'm dead, and I'm cleaning myself off like I was just playing, Vincent says. What is with her? Angelica slowly rubs her wrist and pouts while staring at Chase. You didn't need to be so rough. Angelica says. I wasn't going to hurt him. That's not the point, Chase yells. You want to know why you aren't allowed on missions yet, Angelica? It's because of stupid stunts like that. And what's with that voice you were using? What are you trying to do? This isn't a game. You aren't some superhero. This boy was killed by his mother and he... Chase stops, seeing Vincent turn away. Chase approaches Vincent from behind and puts her hand on his shoulder. I'm sorry, Chase says. 
I know it's still fresh. I, I just got upset. Vincent turns to look at Chase. Chase can see in his eyes that he's trying not to cry. I, I don't want to forget her, Vincent begins. But I want to forget that. You said I'm older now, right? And that I have your energy to help me. I can feel it inside me. I, I understand things, but it's scary. I remember what you said about fighting to help people. Can we just focus on that? Chase nods, seeing wisdom within Vincent far beyond any she had at the time of her retrieval. Angelica remains unmoved, still pouting she walks away from Vincent and Chase. You think I don't know? Angelica begins. I know you fought her. I bet you took her out. Yeah, I bet you did. That's all fine for Chase to get her revenge, but who trains me? Nobody. I run around just trying to learn bits and pieces from everyone, and I still know nothing. So I took a chance. So did you. And as far as my voice, I was just trying to find my own style. Angelica's rant trails off as she heads down towards the tower. Chase shakes her head, seeing much more of herself within Angelica than within Vincent. And yet, she feels close to him, only knowing him for a short while. Yeah, Vincent, Chase answers. We can focus on that. But I need you to see something first. Chase leads Vincent down the hill to a long marble walkway leading towards the simmering crystal tower. Vincent looks at the brilliantly white path and stares at his own reflection. A moment of fear rushes through him as he realizes he does not know the man in the reflection. Beyond his appearance, his thoughts and knowledge feel foreign to him. He has felt this way ever since being hit by Lucia's energy blast but has tried to block it out. Are you okay, Vincent? Chase asks, noticing Vincent's discomfort. Vincent can see the concern in Chase's eyes is real, and yet he does not know if he wants to bombard her with his questions. His thoughts turn to what Chase said about the retrieval process and how her life energy is flowing within him. It is a concept he knows he should not be able to understand, and yet he does which frightens him even more. Nothing, Vincent responds. I just hope I can help. I hope I'm this special person you think I am. Vincent closes his eyes for a moment and sees a pair of eyes looking back at him, piercing and crimson red, the eyes unsettled Vincent, and yet they seem familiar. Vincent opens his eyes and shakes his head. There are many questions Vincent wishes to ask, but for now, he decides to listen. As Chase and Vincent draw closer to the tower, they come upon a small wall in the center of the circular opening in the path. Chase approaches the wall, her eyes scan across the names etched into the stone. Chase brushes her fingertips across one of the names, Renee. Chase closes her eyes and lowers her head for a moment. She was who Lucia was talking about, Vincent asks, seeing the name on the wall. 
It's why you want to kill her. For what she did to Renee? Chase opens her eyes and stares at Vincent, surprised that during her battle with Lucia and how scared Vincent was, that he was able to pick up on what was said and understand her purpose. As her surprise fades, Chase realizes Vincent does understand what happened, not only in the past, but the mistake she herself made that almost cost him his life. What I did to Renee, Chase answers. I failed to protect her, and she was killed. Since then, I wanted nothing more than to see Lucia suffer and die. Because of me, you almost died. Do you understand that, Vincent? Angelica silently approaches Vincent and Chase, but keeps her distance, not wanting to interrupt. Angelica focuses in on Chase's words while studying Vincent's actions and reactions. I explained to you how you could die if we did not retrieve you, Chase begins. You can still die. Many already have. This wall was created so we can all remember the angelics who died and sacrificed themselves to protect human souls, to protect each other. Renee died because I was not strong enough, not strong enough to control my anger, not strong enough to kill Lucia, not strong enough to protect my friends. Vincent looks at the names listed on the wall. Far too many to count, he begins to realize the scope of Chase's duty. He is ashamed for thinking about how cool Chase looked fighting against Lucia, and now realizes exactly what she was fighting for, as well as the stakes of that fight. I'm sorry, Chase, Angelica says as she approaches. You're right. This isn't a game. I shouldn't have attacked you and Vincent. I just want to be strong like you. I want to be able to fight, to protect people. I mean, I've been here a long time. I just want to do my part. I just want to help. But it's not about strength, Chase says to Angelica. That was the mistake I made. I believe power would be the best answer. Kill the demonics, win the war. That was all that mattered. But it's much more than just that. I understand that now. It was a painful lesson. One made in the blood of my friends. When you make the decision to become an angelic, it means your life before the life of the human soul. I should have remembered that. And both of you need to know that now, if you want to become an angelic. Vincent clears his mind as he takes in Chase's words. The fear and confusion fades away as he realizes he has a chance to protect people just as Chase protected him. With a renewed focus, Vincent stares ahead towards the tower. I'm going to change the world, Vincent exclaims. Angelica smiles and walks away. Yes, change the world. And guess who's going to be your teacher, Vincent? Chase! Me? <laughs> I still have to fight for scraps, so yeah, that's totally fair. Chase runs behind Angelica and grabs her shoulder, spinning her around. Wait, what? Chase says. Teacher? 
No, that that isn't right. What what about Mia? I don't know, Angelica answers. I overheard Gabriel telling Sean. He said it's time that you train someone. I'm sure Mia was showing him some things, but you're his master now. Hey, maybe you can train both of us at the same time. What do you say? Chase stares blankly ahead. Her thoughts about the battle with Lucia and Vincent almost dying continually play back in her mind. After Renee's death, Chase trained to unlock more power to become stronger, but she also withdrew from the other angelics. She has always felt herself a loner, having lost everything upon death. Even the people she met after being retrieved felt more like associates than friends or family. Over time, Chase did develop a friendship with Mia, her mentor, but she looked upon that as a master-student relationship. She felt there was no one else who truly understood her. Her feelings, thoughts, and fears were her own and would remain within to be dealt with internally. A lone gunslinger, that is what Kyle, a fellow angelic, called her once. He saw the pain within her, and that pain was only added upon by the loss of Renee. Kyle felt she had to fight her own demons before she could fight other demonics, but Chase disregarded that notion. Chase remembered Kyle telling her that she would need someone to confide in, someone to vent to, someone to cry with, or those demons inside would tear her apart. I thought we were going to stay together. Vincent asked Chase. Chase looks at Vincent, seeing in his eyes the ten-year-old boy, confused, frightened, wanting nothing more than to feel safe. Before her encounter with him, Chase would have never wanted to train anyone. She saw herself more as an avenger, not a mentor, not a teacher. But there is an undeniable connection between her and Vincent, something else she does not yet understand. No, that isn't it, Chase answers. I just... I just never taught anyone before. I don't know if I can... or if I should teach anyone. I just want us to be friends, Vincent says, grabbing Chase's hand. I know you think it's your fault what happened, but you saved me. There's so much going on inside my head. I know you said it will get better, but I don't want to get better with anyone else besides you. I mean, you already taught me stuff, right? When you gave me some of your life energy? When Mia began training Chase, she asked that Chase open herself to her. Mia told Chase that becoming a powerful angelic is about understanding oneself, the real you, not a false impression of yourself. Even souls can be cloudy, Chase whispers. Vincent stares at Chase, not understanding her words. Oh, it's something Mia told me, Chase says. She told me we need to have an understanding of who we really are, what we really want, and our true goals. Mia wanted me to trust her, to be able to tell her anything, because if I could do that, I would better understand myself. Chase looks over at Angelica, wanting to explain her words to her as well. We all became angelics for different reasons, 
chase begins. During the retrieval process, we only get a glimpse of a person. Even those who can strongly sense and read life energy cannot fully tell what is within us. I guess that's why it's possible for Angelic to fall. It's okay to have personal reasons for joining, but we need to be honest with ourselves and those who train us, or we're doomed to fail. Chase realizes in order for her to continue growing and to heal her wounds, she needs to take on this challenge. More to that, she feels there is something within Vincent that could be special. Gabriel told her as much before her mission, but at the time, she was skeptical. Though she does not believe Vincent alone can win the war against the demonics, she believes in time. He could help turn the tide. Look guys, I hate long speeches, Chase continues. The point is, we all need to know the reason why we fight. I have my reasons, and each of you has to know yours, and it cannot be a generic declaration. Find out the reason, and then we go from there. So does this mean you'll train me? Vincent asks. Chase nods her head and continues walking towards the entrance of the tower. Yeah, I'll train you, Chase answers. Angelica stares at Chase and Vincent walking away for a moment, then runs up behind them. Hey, what about me? Angelica yells. You'll train me too, right? <sighs> yes, Angelica, Chase responds. But no more games or weird voices. And keep in mind, you're ahead of Vincent as far as training, so give me some time with him, and when he's ready, we will continue, together. Angelica jumps into the air, pumping her fist. Yes! All right! Angelica cheers. You better hurry up, Vincent. Get up to my level, and then let's do this. Angelica runs off into the field, still celebrating the news. Chase shakes her head, wondering if Angelica even listened to a word she said. She can see Vincent hung on every word, but knows there is still a final decision to be made before he can begin training. Vincent will need to hear about all the dangers before him, and then decide if he is willing to risk his existence in order to save it. Next week... Chapter 33